Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for the episode of Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. I'm announcing Dials is Jacob, the audio guy. Dreamy motherfucker. We're preaching fun. Actually, let's preach a sincere moment just for a moment, and then we'll shift gears to our usual comedic nonsense. Okay. okay. So let's give me permission for both. All right. I'm All right. Ready. So uh, real quick, we have a ton of UK scoops. Yes. So uh, thoughts go out to you guys. Horrible time. So sorry that you were dealing with the shit you were dealing with right now. Yeah. Over in the UK. Uh, we have no business speaking any more on that, uh, as we are uh, n- uh, just uh, you know little Vegas heathens doing our own little thing over here. We so heard for you. We, ho- we hope you're okay. We do we do hope everybody is doing okay? And mm-hmm. it's a, it's a tough to live in as as warnings and stuff still come come in after this horrible attack. Yeah, horrible for you guys. Um, now back uh, to nonsense. Okay. Yes. Back to nonsense. Hey, Paul, have you seen <laughs> the billboard for this new fucking show coming to Vegas? Sex tips. From a straight girl and a gay guy. Have you seen this? No. Okay. There's a billboard. Prime real estate. Like, it's a it's an airport billboard. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. At first, the show had no celebrities on it. Nothing. Right. right? And also on VegasAuditions.com, as we know, the abs-only audition website that we <laughs> yes. have here in Vegas, yeah. was asking for gay guys and straight girls who wanted to give advice to people as an audition right. on the thing. Because it's an off-Broadway show in New York right now. Really? Yes. It feels like a 90s reality pitch that went nowhere. <laughs> you get a little bit. It feels like, oh, this didn't work in the 90s on television. Let's shovel it. Let's shovel well, its old corpse into Vegas. I'll bet it they works. They love burying corpses there. I'll bet it works in New York. I I guess so. I mean, it is, right? It is working, it's working in, New in New York. I, yeah. I think it's doing fine in it's New York. It's working enough yeah. in New York to be sent out here as a satellite thing. That's true. It does. And we are starting a show that worked in New York that we are doing out mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's where I would note, right? Like, uh, different crowds come to Fifty Shades the Parody in Vegas than go to it in New York. Yes. Sure. And like... Is it still running in New York or we're we the only one now? We're the only one. Great. And then all of a sudden celebrity picks popped up on the billboard on the way to work. Oh. Sure did. Yeah. Holly, uh, not Holly, uh... Kendra. Kendra. <gasps> the Trump wife. No. Nope. The, the Hugh wife. Hugh Hefner wife. I'm sorry, what did I say? Trump. Trump. Oh, I meant Hugh Hefner. She's, <laughs> she's divorced from Hefner. Yes. I don't think she was ever married to Hefner. Was she married? She was like the a... faux marriage? She was a yeah. girlfriend. She, she was one, one of the three, three live-in girlfriends that did the reality right. show. Right, right, right. Yeah. Kendra. And then she later married a, a Philadelphia wide receiver. Yeah, she uh, Hank Baskett, I think. Hank Baskett. Yeah. And yes. then they, they divorced, I believe. Oh, I thought that I thought that couple was going to last forever. Really? So what the fuck advice is she going to give? She she's moved. not going to give advice. Oh, she's going to get advice. She's the straight girl. It's, uh, it's, it's advice like, it's to the straight tips, girl. It's sex tips for straight women from a gay guy. Oh, a gay guy is Jay Rodriguez. Yes, from uh, the queer eye for the straight guy. Okay, fine. Good celebrity gay guy. What the fuck is this show? Well, we're going to have to go see it and find out. <laughs> if you're wondering why I know so much stuff about it, it's because I've been working on it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Jake yeah. never never ceases to surprise me with the amount of things he's working on. He's a busy man. Okay. Yeah, so I, I so went in and did I, something. Should I, I cool it? No. It seems like a weird show. 
No, I think it's, I think it is a weird show. Uh, I found out because I went in and did some stuff with him yesterday. I'm just going in and putting out fires for him. That, that so I'm not I'm not working on it full time or anything. Okay, good. Um, and I, I found out fine. more about the show yesterday than I knew. What do you think the show is going to be? When you go in right now, what do you think the show is going to be? Because I'm curious if you think well, the same thing. Well, I'm already wrong. I, I already told you. I, th- I thought people in the audience who were single right. were going to get advice from uh, Kendra and Jay. Right. That's that's more similar to what I thought it was going to be as well. Okay. I thought it was going to... What I thought, when when I heard the title, I pictured a gay, a gay man on stage doing a one-man show, just audience interaction. Yeah. It is not. Okay. It is a book show. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It has a script. It ha- That's what ha- being a book show means. It, ha- it has a script. They have lines. They they do the same show every night. That is the show. Okay. Oh. Well, now I'm way off yeah. on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So those celebrities are just coming in to play the roles. They're just in while. the roles. Okay. Oh, so I could have auditioned for <laughs> the gay guy or the straight girl. I could have gone in. Yeah. Yes. Um, I still might. Is it a... Is it a <laughs> Uh, excuse, excuse me. me. Excuse me, Jay. Apparently, you need blackjack. You need some information. Just looking for a little bit of reassurance that you're doing the right thing with your hoodie hoo. Wait a minute. <laughs> so Kendra can learn lines? Apparently. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, that it took away. We know the, she can do lines. This took all the way. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. What? Just kidding. What am I saying? Uh, nothing. We don't know nothing about nothing. Never, she's never done a drug in her life. Okay. So. Um, Okay, now it took that takes all of my uh, took all the steam out of my uh, yep my tirade. But beep, oh, sorry, beep, I beep, it's beep. better. Well, I mean, great, we got another book show running in town that we can maybe do. Is it equity? No, no. <laughs> what? Now I can get I can get angry again. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I like them because they're paying me cash, right? Oh, that's what it's about. <laughs> yep. All right. So dollar okay. dollar bill, y'all. At least for the because I'm going in again on it Friday. Can't be a musical. Kendra does not sing. I don't think it's a musical. No, so it's just a play. Yeah, it's probably got music it's in it. A play. Yeah, and I I think that we got to go see it. I think there is some audience interaction. There's okay. because one of the things that I had to deal with was a uh, a camera setup in the uh, in the audience. Okay, and uh, so th- there seems to be some audience interaction, but I don't know to what degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I know I'm going in in a couple of days to record some voiceovers for them. And that's what I'm hopefully getting paid in in cash for. All okay, because right. cash talks, uh, money walks, sex what? tips, the Wait. play. I, there's nothing about the uh, either the audition notice or the billboards that suggested that I'm going to see something written. Well, and I could be very very wrong about this, but that is that, that's what it seems to be to me. Hmm. I'm sure it's. I'm sure you're right. Yeah, it sounds right. When was the last play that ran in Vegas? Oh, uh. uh well, I mean, there, you was, got Bronx, there was Bronx Tale. Bronx Tale, You've got yeah. a couple things. You've still got... Bronx Tale did very well. Menopause, the musical, is still running here in town? Mm-hmm. But that, that's a musical. Okay. It's right there in the title so you and everything. Just, oh, you want just play? Yeah. I mean, I can't... I'm trying to think. Bronx Tale was just a one-man show. Yeah. Chaz, Palm, and Terry. Now, now it became a huge yeah. show, but that's not in New York, not here. Gosh, yeah. What is the last play? Well, aside from local theater, I don't know. That's what I mean. Uh, is Defending the Caveman, is that considered a play? I would consider that's been long. There you go. That's here. a one-man yeah. play. That's definitely very Vegas-friendly, though. Certainly. Mm-hmm. And again, well, a one-man show. It's probably a lot along the same lines as this piece. Well, yeah. It might be. Yeah, Defending the Caveman really just comes off like a stand-up set. Which is probably what this is like. Okay. Who knows? Shout out to Defending the Caveman. Yeah, Ke- Kevin. Um, I'm blanking on his last name. Kevin. He's doing a great job. Putting that work in, yo. 
Yep, he's great. Mm-hmm. Also a nice guy, funny guy. Yep. He also does stand-up, very funny stand-up. Yes. Um, all right, I'll go see it. Paul convinced me. <laughs> Good. I'm in. Don't you want to get some tips about sex? Yeah. Hey guys. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm always. Always. Just a tip. Uh, um, this is the topic that we we're supposed to address on uh, on Penn Sunday School. We did not. Okay. Ready, Rich. Really wanted this addressed. <laughs> well, then it's going to be uh, super interesting. It is. Uh, Blue Apron. Yes. Yeah. Started advertising uh, that they use non-GMO products. Okay. Non-genetically modified, uh, you know, ingredients. Right. Yes. Now skeptics. You know, who hate the whole GMO thing. Uh-huh. Because everything is GMO. Right. Yes. When you get right down to it. Yes. Corn. Not not once you get right down natural. to it. It is GMO. Yeah. Corn yeah. is so GMO. Yeah. We are GMO. Yeah. Human beings have been genetically modified. Yeah. Countless times. Yeah. By evolution and well, natural that, selection. Well, that's not, that's, that's, that with, you know, like we, we breed tomatoes. Like we yeah. created tomatoes that we are tomatoes. We breed people. No, no, no. But you, when you say it's natural selection and evolution, you're destroying the argument. Okay, right. no. I'm not, mean, I'm not meaning G- that. I'm GMO, meaning, here's what I'm meaning. GMO here's, is referring to something that is being purposely changed. I'm telling you. Oh. Attractiveness. Oh, you're doing this. All, yeah. Okay. All these things lead to purposely changing the way the evolution of the species is going. This is where it's, it's always harder in an argument when someone takes your side. <laughs> Sorry. Than doesn't. No, because I, I... Okay, so... Well, like corn. Corn started out there we looking go. like fucking baby corns. Yes. And... And apples were the size of maybe like three fingers. Through right, selection. Right. Yeah. And through careful breeding. Yeah. We got the fat fruits. Yeah. We got the fat veggies. Yes. I'll show you the fat fruits. <laughs> that's, 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 that is, that's what this podcast should be named. And that <laughs> that is technically genetically modified. The right. way that, you know, all those different colors of roses... Those are genetically modified. So this is the argument. But the, of, the problem with the GMO people get creeped out when it's done in a lab instead of on a farm. Correct. Which there's no difference. It's just a building. Right. So, and a better technology. Great. That is... You've laid Sorry out the, for taking your side. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Once you went back to food, we're good. Okay. I just didn't want to talk about humans. Let's don't talk about humans. <laughs> I just want to talk about food. Let's just talk about You're food. You're right about food. And, and what you just said was perfectly said, Paul, so thank you. Okay. Uh, uh, and, and this is the argument of the skeptics. Right. Of which I am one. I am totally on board with this argument. But also, I mean, I eat crazy shit. Right. I'm, I mean, I'm all for it. genetically modified the shit out of my stuff. Right. Someone genetically better genetically modified Jack in the Box. So I, can... I can't wait until Nuggets can jump in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Take out the last bit of work from your yeah. fast food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dip yourself. Dip yourself. Into mouth. Come. <laughs> so when uh, Blue Apron started advertising non-GMOs. No Ready's like, bullshit. Ready no, no, no. Sh- what? Reddy is pro Blue Apron on this. This is the weird thing. Okay. Okay. He's upset that like skeptics have drawn like a line in the sand. Like they're like, what? Well, fuck you. No more Blue Apron coming to my house. Oh, I see. Advertising that bullshit. You know, organic. No. Right. Yeah. So Reddy was pissed that skeptics were pissed. <laughs> okay. And he actually. I. I'm with Reddy on that. He unsuccessfully went shopping for a blue apron to wear during the last taping of Penn Sunday School. <laughs> he wanted to show that he was so pro blue apron. Solidarity. And 
I'm with Reddy on this too because he needs to just write Blue Apron and say, "Please send me a Blue Apron, Blue Apron," because <laughs> they will send him. Trust me, he's on it. No, no, I'm saying like he should write Blue Apron. Like, trust me, send me Blue Apron right now. Well, it'll, it'll be worth it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you advertise Blue Apron, right? Yeah, yeah, and we continue to send him a Blue Apron, a big old Reddy Rich Blue Apron. And I was like, he'll wear it like an uh, evening gown. You know, eye rolls matter. Rolling your eyes at shit reads right yeah yeah anderson cooper's getting in trouble for some eye rolls right oh not for me he's not right i loved it so who i rolled the the no what i'm saying is like there's a difference between like an eye roll you know uh and outrage like this is an eye roll thing right the amount like there are so many companies that just know people want non-gmo and they're just finding out whether they qualify as Mm non-gmo and they're like oh shit you know my 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 fucking you know sugar brick cereal happens to be non GMO. Great, put, <laughs> fantastic. Put, put it on the fucking box. That's exactly it right there. Yeah. Does it meet with certain language yeah. in a law? Yes. Guys, ketchup is technically a vegetable. <laughs> if you want to go by government standard, right. ketchup qualifies as a vegetable. But that right. does and not so, get Paul's number uh, no, no, down on, so, on the And it uh, fucking sign. shouldn't. And so, and so and pizza will count as a serving of vegetable because tomato mm-hmm. sauce in it at a thing. Yeah. No, I get it. That's the thing, right? So, like, everybody's playing... Uh, the name game. The name game. And they always have been. Yes. Right? Low fat used to be a big thing. Now you mm-hmm. have you can sure. say you couldn't say low fat. You could you could say like, you know, whatever, reduced fat because of these guidelines and blah blah blah. And everyone just knew that they wanted fat was the enemy, get it off the list. And right. now and GMO. Then what comes in. Right. That's the thing you don't answer. Yeah. Instead of fat, what is it? Well, <laughs> don't ask that question. Anal leakage. Well, seriously. Olestra. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, so, do I so there's this do guy. I do I remember anal leakage? <laughs> no, no, no. Not, uh, <laughs> from yesterday. I mean yes, exactly. specifically from, from Olestra. Moments ago. Yeah, no, no, no. I, actually I steered away from that shit. Olestra? Any of that. I actually just wanted to just uh clear myself out, so I only ate I only ate Olestra. I didn't I didn't eat chips. Oh good. I didn't eat chips with Olestra in it. You just had some I just was, I just I'll take a glass of Olestra, please. <laughs> uh one one, one vial of your finest Olestra, yeah, sir. Give me a, a, a spoon or a straw or whatever I need <laughs> yeah. to get this down the hatch. <laughs> Should I snort this? Yeah. However it goes, I just want to get... Serve oh, it to you in a in a Bunsen beaker. Right now, uh, nothing's coming out of my butt. It feels like a mistake. So let's just <laughs> rectify this, right? Hey, Seth. Rectify oh. this. Let's rectify this lickety split. And uh, oh, get me some Olestra. Leakage. That was all. That was that was the that was that was the <laughs> whoever came up with that term instead of using another term. <laughs> what other term is there? I shit yourself. I don't know, but we. But it's not with... shitting yourself. It's not shit. I think what happens is your GI produces more lube. Okay. I don't know. I didn't even know my GI lubed at all. No. How I didn't else either. would shit get through your system if there wasn't some kind of lubrication being produced in the in the gastrointestinal system? Don't yell at me. I'm asking you. Think <laughs> about it. It's got to be. Am, so, I mean, it's got to be like, like a natural kind of goo. This is where I wish we were we were already broadcasting live so that someone could correct us. Besides oh, you, I'm yeah. sure. Well, I'm going to go online and find out. <laughs> That's fine. fine. Poop lube. <laughs> <laughs> Little poop lube, you don't know what I got. <laughs> what I mean is that, like, someone would have come up with nowadays. I feel like if anal leakage was your side effect, I feel like some company would have been like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, we gotta phrase this differently. 
<laughs> we cannot write anal leakage on this advertisement. Okay, well, whereas, it's a, it whereas says, someone at Olestra was like, no one reads the fine print. It right. says it, uh, it did became, become famous for its negative gastrointestinal side effects, including intense diarrhea, diarrhea and anal leakage. So they're making a separate thing on there. Right. Uh, Purdue... <laughs> Put a bunch of Purdue researchers put rats on either a high fat or low fat diet and allowed them to eat as much as they wanted and they pooped their brains out. <laughs> Actually, pooped their brains out. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like they, somehow the side effects became the, the label, uh, you know, anal leakage. Like we came up with like restless leg syndrome, you know? Right. That was a good way to like get around saying all kinds of other bad shit, right? So I feel like, uh, I would have come up with another name for anal leakage besides anal leakage for my company to last more than a year. Anyhow. Butt sauce. Produ- Thank you. Extra pr- butt sauce production. May create butt sauce. Is May like create like, butt sauce. Like, hmm, that's fine. Uh, Wikipedia says that. that it is a type of fecal incontinence. That's okay. anal leakage. All right. So that's pooping yourself. Guys, this has been a fine deep dive we've taken. Yeah. That's, a, that's an old Smith song, right? It was a type of fecal incontinence I wasn't ready for. So I am. It was the type of fecal incontinence <laughs> I wasn't ready for, and now I'll never be the same. I uh. <laughs> never be the same. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smiths. <laughs> um. A type of fecal incontinence. <laughs> I am on Team Ready, Rich. Uh, in that I believe this deserves an eye roll and not internet outrage. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's also difficult. I feel like we're seeing more internet outrage because Trump got elected. And that like everybody f- feels guilt for like sleeping at the wheel a little bit. And just kind of being like, nah. You so know, everybody's tackling everything. So everybody's tackling everything. Yeah, I yeah. think Can't so. Can't let shit happen again. I don't. Right. Yeah, like not like. I think people like even people are stepping up against Blue Apron. They're just practicing. They're like, <laughs> what does it mean? How's it going? Just in what, case. How, what do we need? A Facebook group? A fundraiser? Who can I donate yeah. to? How does it? Well, just get through the steps every time, so you know how to just. If, if I can definitely a stronger, if I can make if I can make Blue Apron eat a dick, then maybe I can save Planned Parenthood. I don't yeah. know. It's a stronger activist. This is what culture, we drill for, people. Stronger activist culture than we've had in a long time. Yeah, yeah. that's for sure. So the people are just like cagey now. Yeah. The other side of that, though, and the side that gets my eye roll yeah. is there's, there's one person that I keep on my Facebook. I hate this guy. Mm-hmm. He's not a pleasant person. I don't. I sincerely dislike him. Mm-hmm. I keep him on my Facebook. I I follow him just to get that taste of the because other side. he puts the most batshit crazy stuff up on mm-hmm. his Facebook that he believes. Mm-hmm. So he put up the other day a study, big mm-hmm. quotes, uh, proving big quotes again that uh, GMO foods are nutritionally dead. <laughs> There's no nutritional value whatsoever in any GMO product. <sighs> Yeah, and 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 that's why. And what do you have to do? Everyone who eats them dies. Exactly. <laughs> that's why everyone you know is dead. And what do you have to do when you see a post like that? You click on the comments it and you see what people are saying under there. Because this guy will argue with people on Facebook too. Oh no! And so I just get on there and I see one person saying, "Um, I'm pretty sure GMO products are not all uh, nutritionally dead." That seems like a vast overstatement. I'm sure that there are some GMO products that are. Well, what qualifies as nutritionally dead? Having no nutritional value at all. Well, then that doesn't make any sense. If it has calorie one in it, it has. Right. Giant quotes, a nutritional value. Right. I think so, yeah. Right? Uh, it's stupid. It's a stupid argument. 
Uh, but so th- this person wrote if you a very... Eat a, if you eat a nail with some sugar on it, <laughs> you got some nutritional value. You also got a nail. Right. It didn't do you any favors. No. But you got nutritional value. Yeah. By the way, uh, the, the views of Paul's diet do not reflect the views of the podcast. Don't eat as many nails as I do. <laughs> you will poop yourself. Which, to, which means any. Don't eat any nails. When you poop, it sounds like a, like, like a, like a slot machine in the old slot. Like when you put a coin bucket underneath. Oh. <laughs> when you poop, it's like... <laughs> My plumber hates me. He's not the only but one. But he's going into roofing. <laughs> oh, so... <laughs> So he, he's expanded he, his he has, business. He has a love-hate relationship. Yeah, right. He's like, oh, for fuck. Well, okay. <laughs> Paul does seem to exclusively be eating roofing nails. Pot of gold. <laughs> Lemons in the lemonade, my friend. <laughs> poop nails in the shingles. Wait, there are actually shingles on these poop nails. No. <laughs> so somebody they, wrote... They like, come pre-shingles. Oh. can't stop talking about poop. So somebody wrote a very nice, like, succinct... You're the one that brought up GMOs. <laughs> I roll. If I, if I brought up If I brought up organic, you'd have a point. Yeah. Somebody wrote a very nice, succinct, like, that's not true type argument. Mm. And he just exploded back with, if you want to keep on eating poison and putting that shit in your body, you go right ahead. But for me and my child, I'm we will only forever. eat organics. I'm going to live forever. I'm a mummy. <laughs> I gave my child organic food. He's 318 years old. <laughs> you don't even want to know how old I am. <laughs> Um, there was like an interesting, I'm going to butcher it if I think, if I try to talk about it, but somebody wrote something interesting somewhere. Something about poop? <laughs> Good. Where the point was that like facts aren't how you fight ignorance. Yeah. Facts only help people looking. Like facts. You can only, yeah. So like, uh, like learning facts is an act. They basically said that something, something to the effect of learning facts is an act of enrollment and okay. not just simply like a matter of like laying it out there. Right. Well, and so I was like, oh, that's so fascinating. Emotion rules so the day. Yeah. There's yeah, yeah. no two ways about it. Well, that's it. So like. That... And that right there in his argument, he's like, it's all about my child. Right. Yes. Well, and the thing I'm is, putting like, this out here because I love no, my baby. As soon as. And everyone knows. I mean, of course, it's common knowledge. If you have a baby, you know more than a doctor. That's easy. I mean, easy. As, <laughs> yes. as soon as you have a baby, you must know more. No, obviously. Than anyone yeah. who went to school. Yeah. Right. Because you fucked somebody. Yeah. Or yeah. got fucked because had a kid. Because chemical sounds dirty and natural sounds amazing, and you had a baby. There's you no, did that no, the natural there's, there's way. There's no math left to do. Thank goodness there's no chemicals in your body. Uh, <laughs> this is what I this is what like I was water. thinking of today. How much semen and snot are similar? Okay, good. Like, Let's I was get like, on it. I was deep like, dive. Well, I was like. The body is pretty unoriginal when it comes to fluids it produces. It's only got a couple of recipes. You get right down to it. It's only got a couple of recipes. You know? Like, there's not that much of a difference. We got to figure out how to... Gotta figure out how to get sperm out of this thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I was pretty successful with the nose part. I'm so gonna say you, you guys, got you got a wad of you, jizz. You guys you got a real stringy booger. <laughs> Ask twenty people. This is why I get. This is why I don't understand why my wife gets upset when I sneeze on her face. <laughs> I have some theories. Oh, by the way, Jacob, can, can I stay here? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, you keep sneezing on me. Oh, you right, right. really, I really isolated myself. <laughs> I don't mind when you come on me. <laughs> got that thing from uh seth uh seth 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 godin.com seth godin yeah it says fond of wisdom seth godin that's it facts are not the antidote for doubt is the name of the uh okay so it was good it was a good uh good little thing antidote for doubt yeah and uh, don't sneeze in your wife's face (laughs) (laughs) this is next entry that's that's tomorrow's blog (laughs) yeah Upcoming um, <laughs> teaser, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, oh man. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, where are we? I oh, know we should do another thing. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, I meant to talk about this. Okay, so um, I knew there's something I was supposed to talk about today. What? Well, we got a lot of things on Twitter, and I thought I might talk about this. In a, I thought I talked about this in an old episode, but we recently posted uh, Teleprov to uh the scoop group to the to no we on our facebook page oh okay it's on on uh, on uh, facebook facebook.com slash hey scoops mm-hmm. um i found an old uh version it, it was the the presentation version of our our presentation pilot eight minute version of uh an improv pilot that's totally animated and so in the the uh i guess late 90s early 2000s we started working on this project i was a creative producer for it and it was my improv group it was possible side effects that started in it and um, the uh, the executive producer and director of it are Dan Powell and um, oh my god I just had his name in my head and I'm gonna no, I'm dropping it because the pressure is on yep um, that's how it goes uh, but, 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 don't text me I'm looking at my internet um, <laughs> hold on his name will <clears throat> me a second anyhow it, the, the people that currently shoot uh, Amy Schumer's show oh okay you know okay the show so these guys were, were talented fellows mm-hmm. uh, up and comers yeah and so, uh, um, uh, and so, um, it went well, you know, like it was, a, it was, a, it was, a, the shoot went well and the editing went well. And if you look at it, all the animations done by my brother, all the animations done by my, my brother, Rob, yeah. uh, you can check his shit out at robjaw.com. And, uh, if you're wondering why we don't have more from Rob on this is we can't afford him. He's too expensive. <laughs> he's my brother and he's too expensive. Um, but, uh, uh, that project was really fun to do. And what it is, is, you know, you can look at it. We, it was what we discussed last week. We, we did a lot of characters where we played the same character the whole time and just edited it down into a concise story. Mm-hmm. That was probably like a 25 minute improv set boiled down to eight minutes for the thing. Yes. And then animated. Um, we loved working on that project and we felt like it kicked ass and it did. And then Drew Carey's show came out. Now mm-hmm. there is, there is rumors and this is what I, I may or may not have gotten into in the past. Okay, so there's rumors that basically uh, that Green, that was the name of that one, mm-hmm. was kind of in the works but slow moving. Sure. This one hit. And that's it. Is that like <clears throat> that the rumors, are, the rumor is that they straight up showed what we did to people around CBS. Right. Twofold saying this is possible. And you better fucking do it now. And that you better do it now because it's, it's it's other people are Somebody working else on gonna it. Somebody else going to get it. And these guys are nobodies. They have no celebrity. Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And so that like we may have helped get that launched. Get that launched. But they didn't do it the way you guys did it. 
Right. And this is why last week I sounded off. The way you off. guys did it takes a fuck ton of work. Yes. And uh, gives the audience a little more credit and, and does a couple of simpler things that, you know, uh, by making it a plot-driven improv, mm-hmm. it's makes audience have to watch. They don't have to be in on the process entirely to appreciate it, you know? Um, and so uh, I thought that was super important, you know? Uh, the audience doesn't want to watch all comics just being like, "How oh, those guys are talented people. You know, they want to just get lost in a, in yeah. a, in a thing. So uh, then came like the story of like one of the people in our comedy group was telling someone who was kind of like a Hollywood lawyer that like, this is what happened. And he was like, no way. I'm friends with Drew Carey. That story can't be true. And he called Drew Carey. This is allegedly in front okay. of my friend uh, Rhea, who is in our group. Mm hmm. And was like, "Hey, motherfucker! Did you steal some people's? Uh, you stole some some uh, some kids' improv pilot?" And he, according to this story, he goes, "Oh shit! Are you talking about teleprov?" Oh no! Yeah. And they kind of like talked it out or whatever. And the lawyer mm-hmm. basically was like, "You're not gonna. It's just gonna go its course." Right. So <clears throat> that story sucks. Right? Yes. And here's the harder part that you don't realize. And this is what's gonna happen if you ever get an idea stolen or not stolen, but simply. Whatever. This isn't technically stolen. No, but this is this is this happens a lot. Yeah. People come up with the same good ideas in a similar time, in yeah. a similar fashion, and execute a lot. And execute in different ways and in, pluses and minuses in, and across in similar the time frames and yes. hmm You know, I would have gladly what do, they, what do they call that? There's a there's a term for I it. I know, I forget that too, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zeitgeist. Well, I mean there's yeah, it's in the it's in the popular thought. Um but uh uh the hard part is is I hear music? Do I hear music? Is that me? Uh, no, that yeah, you hear music. Okay. Um, the hard part is that you have to root for that thing to be very successful. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. So, like, the only chance that, that your idea is going to get gain any traction at all is if that goes through the moon, right? And other people go like, "We need, we need a green." Also, yes, we need something slightly different. Mm-hmm. So that was the hardest part. So like, Green took off. We were, we were at the time like Dan Powell was working at Comedy Central, but wasn't the, the big swinging guy that he was. And Ryan McFall, the name of the director that I could remember earlier, you got it. Uh, uh, Ryan was working on a bunch of stuff, but like commercials and other small projects like that at the time. Mm-hmm. So like, none of us had like leverage in the industry, right? No. So while we were getting interest and stuff like that, I mean, we screened it at UCB. You know, we screened it at a few places and got like a ton of like just to try to generate buzz. Sure, we got a lot of great mm-hmm. kind of like and New York City well, comedy. Any, any improv person watching that goes, yeah. "Oh man, yeah, what a dream!" Yeah, to see your improv fleshed out in such a way, definitely, and uh, and and uh, edited. You know, yeah. like the best of. So like, Ryan, that's it. Ryan shot that shit with eight cameras mm-hmm. and. Rob, you know, when Ryan worked very close with each other and really fat, took some nice, nice little uh, detours visually to, to to make it more fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I would have loved. I tried to pitch it again like five years later after because Green was gone, and you know, you're just hoping that like that's out of people's memory and you mm-hmm. just go back to it or whatever. Um, just never, never happened. And so, um, you know, uh, Green just happened faster, and then it was up, and then it was terrible, and then our idea was dead forever. Mm-hmm. So it sucked. Now, I bring that up not just to bring up a sucky story. Well, I brought it up because some people on Twitter are like, you didn't say to talk about it. So I, I am. Here you go. You're welcome. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
but what we're working on here is exciting mm-hmm. and the people did really respond to to it like the the, the the response of listeners was really fantastic on it and the response of uh, improvisers like yourself who were still like well, this is still good this is good it was exciting to hear mm-hmm. is at the time it's, it's 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 such a sour memory you forget to look back at the product itself mm-hmm. you know uh and uh oh the fun side note is that uh drew carey was interviewed on penn sunday school when i became co-host very early in my co-hosting days and uh, I just shut my mouth until it was all over. And then yeah. I told Penn the story afterward. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Good no man. design. I have a feeling. I don't know if Drew Carey knows who I am from that thing. But who it knows? just was. We just. We just. Let it go. I really enjoyed the interview with Drew Carey. Drew Carey is a very nice guy. Right. He is not. Uh, he was the host of the show. Yeah. He, he was not. He didn't. He was Machiavellianly. Not, no. Step in and. <laughs> he was not like Johnny CBS and you know like it was like he was a part of the he was part of the the, the other team that got to do it you know, um so there's Johnny no CBS there's okay. no whatever, but it was the thing where like when I got hired by Wayne Brady Jonathan Mangum was on the team that was creating Green, and it was the thing where like when I first came on the cast it was like the, the second show, he we were chatting backstage and he, and he was like hey man and just like want to like bury that any rumors oh, or whatever nice. that happened from then it was like it was so long ago i was like it, it's all yeah why? at the time you know i didn't know much about show business so it was a, it was a, it was a the man trying to keep the new new up-and-coming right genius oh down, sure you know now you just it's just show business, just show business is how it is like right. jamie fox telling a story on stern where like he's talking to idris elbow and idris elbow was up for django before jamie fox was in the picture mm-hmm. okay you know and he's almost like, I'm really interested in that, but like Idris is interested in that, but does he want to do it? And, and he almost feels like he's talking him out of it, but then he gets it. And you're like, that's, you're just Can too, you imagine? Yeah. You're two great black actors doing your thing. And like, it's, it's part of a, a lifetime, but it's also a risk because if it's, if it's a failure, you've played a slave, right. you know, and well, like any, yeah, of that, any of that stuff, yeah. you know, and, and there's, you know, you and I pretty similar type. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we you know we roll in that that we've way. Been, yeah, like, we've certainly been up for the same stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And then and, you know that's a hard place to be sometimes. I mean, yeah. it's not. It's not. We we get it. We get it. But still, if but it was if it was a TV show or not a TV show, sure. that would be hard. That yeah, would be hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank doubt. goodness we don't audition for TV shows. <laughs> At least one of us doesn't. <laughs> and after my last experience, I've, I've certainly been less enthused to work with a certain agent anyway. <laughs> so, uh, you know. Uh, uh, what's interesting now is that like I've never done something with direct support like we've been doing this show right now and so like what I love is what I love about this and like what makes it easier to be in the arts is that we we are our own community that Mm -hmm. enjoys our endeavors and because of their generosity we have a certain amount of autonomy yes that gives us security yeah confidence and we don't have to we we make what we want, and we don't have to be yeah. beholden to anything. Yeah, yet. and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> no, and that's things like, and I couldn't retackle Teleprov tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But if I did, I'd rather do it like that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do it within the community, grassroots, grassroots, mm-hmm. and just do it for that. And what I'd love to do, uh, I don't know, we could talk about this off air, but <laughs> but <laughs> what I'd love to do is just let everybody in the process. Well, I'd that's... love you to watch the tapings that take place in front of a green screen. Yes. I'd love you to see the edit before it was animated. Well, the show... I'd love you to see the animation samples the before The show it gets would composited. be more, more impressive with that as the bonus stuff. I agree. You know, you, you, you show the, the polished thing, but then you show the raw. Yeah. And you let people start to understand improv and like, oh, okay, 40 minutes, 
chopped down to eight yeah. can be razor sharp. Yes. Not all scenes, not all games. Yeah. Every, enough of you who and watch the like, bucket oh, show. And they'd be like, oh shit, I love that scene. Like, doesn't, that didn't make the cut? You know, that kind right, of stuff where you're like, right, that's right, the right, way right. it works. Yes, you know? yes, 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 yes. Yeah. What fits in the whole narrative and that kind of thing and how do we shape it? It just, it'd be a really fascinating thing. And with the tech of today, yeah, you could do it, I don't want to say slapdash, but there are shortcuts. Oh, it is compared so to, much easier. Compared to, to what you things. got, oh, yeah. the labor that went yeah. into that process, yeah. Well, that's the funny thing about doing stuff in the late 90s. Like, we did we did a movie before that, uh-huh. right? And, like, we were the last ones to, like, really try to, like, make a movie. Uh, I mean, I got like, a video camera. the movie we camera. made a year later than we <clears throat> after we finished the movie, everyone could do what we did. No right. problem. I got a video camera in high school. Yeah. You put the VHS tape in the camera. Yeah. Right. Sony Slim Cam. Yeah. Expensive as fuck. Yeah. Editing in... The camera. camera. Yeah, yeah, that's all I've got. Shooting in order, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so everything is just what it is. Yeah. And I made a couple of little student movies. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. But because out of just frustration, you just can't go any further with that. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like, but now school- the editing bay is all the kind of thing. I think to myself, like even this last night, just fucking around on my computer, just being like, what the fuck is this? What do I do? Just feeling lost. I'm like, if I was four years younger, the sea change of what became important and how much computers ruled the the day yeah like i would definitely have gotten more involved with with computers oh yeah if yeah, i yeah. were just a little bit younger my brother one year junior to me yeah only 10 and a half months my junior right is a hardcore computer program now he was drawn to that he has a much more mathematical mind right and he's just into it and but, he's made of magnets so he's right. physically drawn to yeah, yeah. machines but his aptitude for computing is far exceeding of mine yeah and part of that is he was a year behind, and things were different. Yeah. And especially when he got to college. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was taught how to use an internet browser in my freshman year of college. I didn't get email until, like, my junior year of college. Right. It was a big deal that everyone... We were the first class at Montclair State that all had their own email address. Yeah. But, I'm, yeah. I mean, we're going to school in 94, 95. It's like, yeah. nobody has any of this shit. I know. We And I was in the nerd dorm. Right. We were running... We were... The, and the, my problem is, all I really wanted was to play games, and we just played land games. We had cables running all the way through the halls, so we could all play Doom Two together. It was amazing, right? But, but that was it. We didn't realize the practicality because there was no practicality because it took eighteen to twenty-five minutes for a single naked image to download on your computer. <laughs> yeah, so you play, play games in between. Yep. No, I'm not, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, I definitely, I remember <laughs> that stuff like, like <laughs> waiting for your pic, naked picture to download line by line oh, is, a, is an nostalgic Unbelievable. Feeling. Unbelievable. People have, they have no idea the struggle. <laughs> and not even that, you just, there's no description. No. There's like, you just JPEG click. one. Yeah. Oh, which one am I going to pick? I hope. How am I going to dedicate my next half hour to? This exactly. one. Here we go. 20 minutes oh. for a fake Cindy Crawford nude photo. Oh, this photo. is awful. Just her head put on another oh, yeah. uh-huh. Playboy model's body. So bad. <laughs> I remember there was a uh, a Tetris game with a, a tiny little uh, gif of, of a girl uh, <laughs> having sex uh-huh. in behind the Tetris game. Yeah. So you're playing Tetris and it's a, probably, you know, two and a half second loop repeating. So, uh, and I was like, that was the height of everything. Brian Graymo... Uh, you know, was designing uh, porn games and stuff, he, you know. But probably one of his early works. He had a game where you were a drug dealer in the game. 
Mm-hmm. And it was like before the internet was like um, homogenized where you had to do things through code. But he had like a choose your own adventure game right. that awarded points where you had to enter code and stuff all the time that was like oh, popular neat. among people who knew how to use the internet before, uh-huh. you know, Windows Messing and stuff like shit. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, he had a game where you played a game and then, yeah, you'd get like a naked image of a celebrity at the, at the end of a successful round. He went away, like went home, yeah. which is very common at Montclair State. He went home for the weekend I stayed. And I just kept playing this game because I found both the porn exciting and the game addictive. Right. It was like this 21-card game where you had to match up things all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Get scores across it. And he had wrote, written the whole thing. Yeah. You know? And um, uh, I got this. I was playing it for a little bit or whatever. And uh, and all of a sudden this thing goes up. It's like, hey, bud, you've been playing this game for so many rounds. Uh, take a break. Go do something else. It was like, like a joke. Right. I was like, ah. So Brian came home on, on uh, Sunday night. And I was like, oh, I was playing the game. And I was like, and that's funny. You put that thing in there. I was like, go outside and do something. He's like, you saw that message? I was like, yeah. He goes, uh, that's written for if someone plays the game like a thousand times in a row. <laughs> like, I never thought anyone would ever get to the point where they'd see. <laughs> you found his Easter egg. That mess. Yeah, I found Hilarious. an Easter egg or whatever. And I, and I immediately was like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, what did I do with my life? <laughs> what did I do? He's like, I've been gone for three weeks. I had Lost a beard weekend. to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Matt, awesome. it's spring. What? <laughs> Hibernol. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow. All right, so I told that bullshit. Okay. Well, so here's the point. Is The point is that Paul's right. That technology-wise, it's more accessible to do it than ever. Mm-hmm. And now we don't have to make pilots that cost a blank amount and only can get funded if they're going to, for another astronomical amount of money so they go on television and try to make an astronomical amount of money we can work to create interesting content for our own devices yeah so I just put it up there if you enjoyed Teleprov if you haven't checked it out go to facebook.com slash heyscoops check it out there um, and it's I would love if that was a project that we had in mind for down the road to uh, yep. do something really cool and definitely different. a pipe dream uh, to yeah. get that going uh, again something like that if you are interested also on uh, the the uh, Hey Scoops or the um, Scoop Group Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I just put up an old video of me in '97 doing a fake magic routine, a la uh, the Amazing Jonathan, <laughs> uh, in the Kings Island Talent Show. Wow! Yeah, it's old video. Wow! Yeah, it's a it's a good bit. So, uh, yeah, because and that's much easier to do than what teleprompter. So, if you want more of that, we'll just so, get Paul. Uh, no, back in so, the game. It's so silly. Me and my, my buddy Sean from way back in the yeah. day. Way back in the day. Yeah. God, it's been 20 years. I hate Is it saying. 20? It's almost yeah. 30. No, no. No. 20. 97, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's 20. <laughs> oh, math worked in my more, favor this time. This been more math by Paul Mattingly. <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> math is hard, yeah. Math is tough. All right, so... You guys um, want a challenge? Try some math. <laughs> speaking of meth math, let's get into some scoop mail. Message for you, sir. I hit the wrong button again. Mathage for because you, sir. Because it's time for... What the fuck? We got mail in a box. I love it. Now what? I'm going to hit this button again. Message for you, sir. Uh, we have a physical scoop mail here from Mr. Harris. Let's see what's in this box. Look at, look at, look at Lou. I have a card in the box. It has a penguin sticker holding the card together. It's Jeff and Jess. 
Penguin Jess. Oh, good. Fuck you in the face. Oh, look at that. How pretty that is. We gotta wow. put that up. Right, That's yeah, a very pretty card. Oh, uh, let's see here. We gotta hang that up, too. Uh, good day, you fabulous gentlemen. Uh, gents. Uh, Jeff Roth and I came across a rather eclectic record shop while visiting Boston, and we picked up some goodies for you. From Paul, we found the soundtrack for your favorite show ever. For Jacob, something to listen to on a nice Sunday drive. And for Matt to get pumped for the big game. Paul and Matt's kids... What, Paul and Matt's kids can fight? Secrets out. Secrets <laughs> out. <laughs> which one is which? Uh, they can fight for the shampoo. The candle has been in our house forever. We kept uh, forgetting to send it. Thanks for the laughs. <laughs> Fuck you in the face. Jeff and Ge- Jeff and Jess. That's, uh, is it Jeffy Roth? Jeff Roth. Jeff, Jeff Roth. Mm-hmm. And Penguin Jess. Thank you. Oh, thank you guys are the here. best. What, what do we have in here? Uh, we got Always a so thoughtful. bag of... Uh, of Star Wars suave shampoo. Oh, oh wow. now I understand what that sentence means. It's Kylo, Paul and Matt's kids. Kylo fight Ren over this. shampoo. <laughs> Get out of town. I haven't seen suave kids Kylo Ren shampoo. Hyperspace Apple. Oh, man. Hyperspace oh and it's Apple. also body wash. This is dope. I hope they make a lot more of this because I'll buy a bunch Here's of it. Here's a, a Geek Nest I use, candle. I use this. Geek Nest. Ooh. What kind is it? Geek it's Nest. USS Enterprise. Oh. Let's see. There's something for Paul. There's something for me, Lots and there's something for Matt. All right, this is exciting. It's wrapped up in dinosaur gift paper. Dinosaurs, yes. like they existed. Test my faith. <laughs> Talk about GMOs. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Mine is a compact disc. This is so cool. <laughs> uh, mine is Chant by the Big Bit of Ting Mucks. I've got a Chant oh, CD. God, God damn it! He got me the Stargate SG One soundtrack. <laughs> Mine is the soundtrack to White Man Can't Jump. Ah, yes! Oh, there's that, some great jazz in this jams. There's some, No, there's some good jazz in oh, this Oh, that's one. true. Jam. Okay, this is all Stargate music. Hilarious. I'm going to put this on my uh, iPod. Got to do it. Oh, man. But again, Richard Dean Anderson. This is another possibility, guys. We could go Stargate after MacGyver. It's not any better, I can tell you that. You were, you were the worst. Stargate SG-1. What the fuck is going on in the inside of this cover? There's some shit going on with that Stargate. I don't know. Anyway, we got one here from Protein Scoop. Hey, boys, long time no chat. So you guys are talking about your childhood sports-related uh, talents. Uh, that <laughs> really brought quotes. back a uh, really old memory that I completely forgot about. And the second I remembered this, I knew I had to share it. So when I was maybe seven or eight years old, I played t-ball before I eventually played regular baseball. I remember that one day in particular, we played a game against a team where one of the kids on the other team was an outright bully type. So this day, I go up and hit the ball and run to first base. All's fine. Next hit comes and I run to second base. The kid playing second base was that bully, and he thought he'd be funny and try to pick on me, I was a skinny, nerdy type of kid, uh, by lifting second base off the ground so I couldn't touch it. Then he laughed and taunted, and since the coaches hadn't noticed this happened yet, I decided I wasn't going to have any of this kid's bullshit. I walked back over to where the hitter had thrown his bat, which was fortunately only a few steps away, walked back up to him with the bat in hand, and told him to put the plate down. He said, no way. So I I hauled off and smoked the kid in the knees with the bat. Woo! Grabbed the plate out of his hands as he fell down, put it back on the ground where it should be, and stood on it like everything was fine while he laid on the ground crying. 
Obviously, by this time, the parents and coaches had seen all of this and were coming over, but I didn't get in trouble because I explained what had happened. I then and found then out basically everybody's answer was, well, please don't take out the knees of other kids with a baseball bat. I then figured out that I was urinating adrenaline, had fun torturing animals, and was caught playing with fire. <laughs> My name is Jeff Galuli, and I am good friends with Tanya Harding. <laughs> Jackalooly! Right, you like that pull? Good pull. That's, That's a That's fucking pretty, pull. Pretty, pretty deep cut. Thank you, thank you. This is why math is hard for me, guys. Because I got shit like Jeff, Jeff Galooly fucking around up in there, clogging up the works. That's it for today, guys. Have fun fucking you in the face after nearly breaking your kneecaps with a bat at T-Ball. Protein Scoop. Thank you, Protein Scoop. Oh, childhood sports. How much fun can you not have? Please don't hit me in the knees with a bat. Garbage. You know, I actually liked playing baseball as a kid until I got hit with a bat for being a bully. I used to be a kid's t-ball player. Then I took a baseball bat to the knee. Then I realized it was much easier to be a bully in the arts. People don't have bats in the arts. (laughs) Rarely. Unless you're doing damn Yankees. (laughs) We got one from Sunken Scoop. Hey guys, and or special guest. During the episode that uh, focused mainly on shaving, it got me thinking about my own shaving history. I cannot help but think of you guys every time I shave now. <laughs> every time I'm lathering up my shaving, my shaving soap with my brush. Like, oh, are man, you, Paul, are like you thinking so of the scent of grandmothers? Because that's right. what's going against what's happening. Oh, that's so good. When you hear Old Poon, do you think of Paul and I as well? <laughs> I already thought of you guys when I heard Old Poon. <laughs> Uh, I'm much like Paul, except I shave after I've showered, so my face is wet. And yes, it's all about the lines. The soap gets in the way of me keeping my late 90s, early 2000s, new metal-style partial goatee and long sideburns intact. Rock on! Anyway, listening to a whole episode about shaving, it reminded me of another chapter in the story of Wayne Does Something Stupid. I, I would have been no more than six or seven years old at the time. I was messing about with different stuff in the bathroom, uh, wasting shaving cream and generally making a mess, playing with my mother's hair products and such. Then I saw the razor. It was a cheap disposable thing, one of those blue plastic jobs with two blades. I knew how shaving worked. The blades glide gently over your skin and likely won't cut you unless you go sideways or at a weird angle or something. For some fucked up reason, I thought it was a good idea to shave my tongue. Yes, what? That's right. I'm a fucking idiot. I picked up the razor and stuck out my tongue. Thankfully, it wasn't too bad. I ended up with a nice slice about one centimeter long. Ah! Or for those of you who aren't Aussies, that's less than half an inch. There was a bit of blood to spit out, and it did bleed for a little while. But by the next day, it was fine. I guess the moral of this story is Wayne does stupid shit. Thanks. (laughs) You should have hit your own self on the wrist with the baseball bat. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, luckily, as we've discussed before, the... Tongue scraping bothers me. The tissues of the eyes and mouth are the quickest to heal in the body. (laughs) (laughs) That did just remind me of something that happened to me when I was a kid that I I don't believe I've remembered until now. Somebody shaved your tongue? I was in a hardware store. Come here, kid. You got a hairy tongue. What? Like, in the 80s. I I don't know how old I was, but it was sometime in the 80s. Right. They just had uh, these box cutters. Mm. Like, they would have boxes of box cutters. Right. They weren't weren't in safety packaging or anything like they do now. Uh Uh-huh. And I picked one up, and it was one of those with the long blade that you can can break off pieces of after it dulls, you know? Click, click, click. I ran it all the way out, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I guess I was going to see if it was sharp or something. Oh. So I took the blade and ran it across the palm of my hand. Yeah. Oh. And my thought was, oh, that's weird. I guess you have to sharpen it at home because that, that didn't feel sharp at all. Yeah. Oh, no. But then yep. it, it totally that means it's sliced. real bad. Yeah. That, it was so sharp, blood was pouring out of my hand Ooh. in seconds. 
like, to the to the degree that people that adults in this hardware store were like, "Holy shit, what oh, has no! this kid done?" Because yeah. there was just blood everywhere. I mean, it was it was a slice, a, a deep slice oh. across my entire hand. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Kids with knives, Kids and with yet. Knives. Jacob has nothing but a closet full still. I've told that's what, that, story. That's the beginning of the love story right there. That's it. That I was his first it all started. His first knife kiss. First, and from there it was love. We made a blood pact there on the spot. <laughs> Whether I liked it or not. I'll uh, never leave you knives. I have Wait, a scar on my hand still yeah. from cutting up on my hand. Have I talked about this on air? No. My no. Fan, it's my Phantom of the Opera scar. Oh? This is how, this is, if you knew where Matt was going in life, fourth grade should tell you everything. So we had read... This is the thing, I don't like Phantom of the Opera the musical. But we had read some like reading magazine version of a play of yeah. Phantom of the Opera, you know, where we all took turns. And you liked that. And I liked that story in the thing. Sure. And right. I liked it. So I was like, oh, I want to be Phantom of the Opera for Halloween. And uh, as we've discussed, I don't necessarily have the most uh, resources being a uh, single dad, one of, right. one of whatever children. So uh, I was kind of figuring out my own Halloween costume. And so what I did was uh, I couldn't find a Phantom mask, which now. The internet everywhere. If I showed him <laughs> in, the tr- in the trunk of every car, no, um, <laughs> the trunk of you can I, mean, I do literally have six in a drawer. I know. So say, people do take them on camping trips, um, but uh, so I bought a cheap hockey mask, okay, and oh. decided I would cut it, yeah, in the shape of, uh, of the phantom of a phantom mask. Yeah, how'd that work out? Well, I used scissors, oh, boy. okay, so there you go, on a mask, really hard to cut. It was really hard to cut in one direction. Okay. Oh. So that was I was cutting uh, the mask uh, rigorously across. And then I turned to make the shape go down. Right. And it sipped like butter. Like just sliced oh. right through. And then I cut the skin in between my index finger and my thumb. And I still have a scar there to Oh, this like day. the webbing? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you And do. it happened so fast that I saw, you know, blood isn't, it turns red when oxygen hits it. I watched my hand turned red. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was not, and then it was. Right. And I was looking into my bones and tendons inside my uh, own hand. No, thank you. And then uh, I uh, uh, well, and then I went to the hospital. My, ah. my stepmom brought me to the hospital. I was very scared, holding my, my gushingly bleeding hand. Oh, yeah. like hands bleed a lot. And uh, I got stitches on my hand, which I thought made me look more badass at the Phantom. And then uh, what happened was uh, in, in the uh, Holy Cross... Uh, Halloween parade. Everyone was wondering what I was, even though I thought uh-huh. I was dressed like the Phantom with my, with just it looked like uh, you know. Uh, You're Bandage Man. I was Bandage Man. I looked more like uh, what was that Will Neeson movie? Dark Man. <laughs> Dark Man. I looked more like Dark Man <laughs> than I did. Like, did you play the, it off me? Like, oh yeah, I was Dark Man. Was Dark, Dark Man. Man. And then I started cutting everyone's fingers off with cigar cutters. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the only part I remember from that movie is the mafia guy uh, oh, cuts yeah. people's fingers with a cigar cutter. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I, as I later became a cigar smoker. Impossible. Yeah, that does not work. No way. Don't do you it. You have to be really sharp, right? Yeah. And, and strong. Like, just no, no, no two blades will just click. Right. Across. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's not like it's not like there's a leverage point in there. You're just was, squeezing was, two if, blades together. If it was like electric. It was like. Yeah, that would work. But that's about it. If it anyways, was a spinner. So yeah, I, I looked. I basically just wore like a white boomerang on my face and had an authentically bandaged left hand <laughs> and a cape. <laughs> and we were like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then we're just like, "Donnelly, it's trying too hard over there <laughs> for that mess." No stars. Dark man. And it was, the thing no that sucked stars. Is, the thing, the thing that sucked the most was that 
you know, it's like I, I, I grew up, you know, whatever. But I, at, at Holy Cross, I felt like a poor kid. It's not true, right? Oh, right. But you know, a lot of sure. well-to-do. So not in my grade, but it was the big Halloween parade. So in other grades, there were like two other phantoms in different grades. And you were just like, oh, they were decked the fuck out. Oh, you know, that were recognizable. And I was like, mm, fancy capes. Me too. Did you have a cape? I had a cape, a weird hat. Good. I found like a black hat that I could wear. Okay. And I had uh, a, a, a boomerang on my head. Uh, that I could look through, and uh, uh, my what own... kind of hat does the Phantom wear? I, I you he know, doesn't wear a hat, like does a he? brimmed, a brimmed hat. I, I think, think? He, I think at one point he wears a brimmed black hat, but I wouldn't say it was like a fedora, like a no, like, like a, a baseball like, cap, like a big Zorro type hat, like a big baseball cap. <laughs> it's like a, a yarmulke, but with like a spinny thing on the top. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a beanie. <laughs> Do, oh yeah, okay. No, he does wear like a Zorro hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but I definitely didn't have. I definitely tried something that like could look like a zero hat, but it wasn't really a zero hat. It was a zero hat. Oh, zero stars. Zero stars. Um, <laughs> nice hat for your zero stars. <laughs> nice match. <laughs> Good job. And what's worse is that uh, I found out CBS Greenlit Drew Carey's Phantom of the Opera as I was heading <laughs> into fifth grade. We have a brand new show <laughs> to show to you. Can I ever... use a green screen <laughs> in all we do? Can, can I have a suggestion of a building that you might torment every single person who works in until they, till you get your way? May I have the suggestion of a girl's name? Preferably Christine. Christine. Thank you. <laughs> Christine. Come with me. I'm the Phantom of the Opera! That's still one of my favorite bits. When the Upright Sister Brigade used to try to do bits as a whole. Yeah. Uh, on Conan. Uh, they came out like, we're an improv team. We really like doing improv. And then, like, it was just... a force. Force. Yeah, no, no, no. It, was, it seemed like it was wide open. Like, can we suggest enough uh, style of music, please? A uh, Western. Okay. Uh, can we suggest uh, an occupation, please? Uh, a baker. Okay, great. And, like, where's a country that, like, you would never, you know, whatever? And, like, Sweden. They're like, okay, so it's a country-western song uh, being sung by bakers in, in Sweden. Sweden. And we're going to improvise the whole thing. And the curtain raised, and then like they had like a bunch of like cowboys and like and uh, and a, a, like a Swiss Alp uh, or I'm sorry, like a Switzerland. Switzerland is like the big, the big, the big uh, mountains, mountains and shit. And like it was all, it was all totally tricked Just out. Regular, ready to go yeah. in the instant. I was on the floor laughing when I saw that. Oh gosh, that's great. I uh, like I like it too when you get, you get that and then you just do Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> like you, all right, got Cowboys Good. in uh, Switzerland. Yeah, at our by Bakers, and they just put if, on Phantom. If, if we had the time and resources, I would love to come up with a twenty-minute Anne Frank the musical that we could teach the cast at Fifty Shades because every night they introduce books. There's there's two book introductions that the girls don't take in the book club before they decide to go oh, to Fifty right. Shades, and the audience always reacts oddly. To the joke that comes. So first is cooking soup. Second is Anne Frank, and the audience always reacts weird to it. But sometimes they're like, "No, don't you dare!" And we're like, "You know what musical you purchased your tickets for? We're not going to actually do <laughs> right. Anne Frank the musical, right?" But do you know but that it'd be that great is if you could just kick into it? That is absolutely my litmus test every night. Oh it, it, yes, it should be every night when we get the Anne Frank reference. It's within the first two minutes of the show. Yeah. And if people get and laugh at the Anne Frank joke, yeah. we're okay. 
And if they laugh at the following up line that comes Even after better. it, then you're after a great night. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you get double, yeah. great. If you get one laugh, you can live. But there are nights when it is silent and I weep for the illiterate future <laughs> of our species. Because the follow line by the other actor is like, you know, I like the beginning, but I hated the end. And it's like, you know what happened, right? And, and, and they're like, get, oh. And when you get a laugh on that, then I'm like, all right, this audience is yeah, ready to go. Yeah, this audience is ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. But someone's they're, in for a little, they're in for a little bit of dark uh, I was thinking the hilarious. diary of Anne Frank, and they're like, oh. Yeah, sometimes people like, go, oh, no, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah. Which don't I was like, that. Like, seriously, people like which, lose their shit. Right. Like, what are you talking about? At that moment, I think we really fun almost like you know like an Edwin Drood right like almost if like we had oh. a choose your own adventure style where as soon as you get that groan we could just hit music and for like 10 minutes do Anne Frank the musical I can't believe but I think honestly we are people's we are people's first experience with theater a lot <laughs> a lot in this town like we had we had a fucking crazy week last week yes and it's a shame the week before was wonderful the week before was wonderful this week was just fuck nuts and it's like you've ne- you've clearly never been to theater yeah. You think this is TV at best. <laughs> at best, you think this is TV. Like, and number two, yeah. you think it's okay to behave like that yeah. while you're watching TV. Yeah, the that's what fuck I mean. is wrong like, with I would you. never even want to watch TV at your house. Right, right. Because clearly, <laughs> you are one of those wackadoos. Yeah. Oh, what a horrible bunch of people we had this, this week. People are, people are the star of their own imaginary reality wow, show. Wow, we, clo- we closed it out on Sunday yeah. with just... That was the weirdest Dingle one. turds. Oh, <laughs> dingle turds. That's all I can say about them. They were just a bunch of things. And it was packed. I like, know. Where are you, you fucking crickets? <laughs> Whatever. As long as we're getting paid. No. And care. then early in the week, was like there was applause for the uh, uh, just the bows. And the bows are maybe like a minute long tops. Like, they were super <laughs> fast. And you just saw people like, it was the re- energy they of the room was like, they couldn't keep applauding through for, a, for the bow. <laughs> for yeah. a minute. Like, no, oh, you, oh, wait. And I was um, like, not even politely. You know, there like, are, not even it's, like. There's nine of us in the cast. There are uh, five four lines. separate bow moves. Yeah. Four. Yeah. They couldn't keep it together for four bows. Is <laughs> <No>. it? <laughs> they were like, oh, God. Okay. Let's, oh, let us out. Let please. us out. Blaze. Open the hatch. <laughs> Eject. <laughs> Gone. Blow the hatch. Oh, where, the, where the fuck are we in this scoop mail? Oh, we're done with that scoop mail. Oh, good. You want to do some Jack versus Nerd? Yeah, then? I think we should. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Explosion. Explosion. Of jams. White man can't jump. I'm still going to listen to this Jack right when jams. I get in the car. I can't wait. It's time for Scooper D. Oh. You, still have a, you still have a CD player in your car? I do. Lucky thing. I have the last one. <laughs> I gotta, I, honestly, I got to get one. My car has a CD player. Your car's, your car's too expensive, Paul. It's not. It's a cheapo. Oh, man. I mean, it's not cheapo, but it's not. I feel like all basic model stuff comes with CD players. Still. I thought so, too. Yeah. No, you got a fancy brand. Key is fancy. <laughs> Key would be fancy. No, you know what it is? They got a fucking deal with Sirius, and they don't want you buying CDs anymore. Oh, conspiracy. That's what it is. They want you buying that radio. I don't know. Mine came with Sirius, and it has a CD player as well. 
I have both as well. Nanny yep. nanny CD pooper. I one of these days I'm gonna spend some money to buy a CD player. For my Guys, yes. Track two of that was good timing. Track two yeah. of uh, of White Man Can Jump. Simpin ain't easy. Oh, I'm in. I'm so in. S I M P. Simpin ain't easy by simpin? boys to men. S I M P. Like being a simp. I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I was. Was what do you think it's for? Like symphony. Simp. No. S Y S Y M P. Oh, it is symp. Like for symphony, yeah. I guess. So maybe it's like orchestral. Yes, must be. Oh, I can't wait. It's a mystery already. I'm excited. Boys to men, no less. First track. Still got it, by the way. Riff singing "White Man Can't Jump." Queen Latifah's got the hook. Jody Watley, let me make it up to you tonight. Jody Watley, man, I'm old. Go West. That is a... Don't go, ever let them see you Go sweat. West had go another West song? Of, yep. No way. BB... Aren't they the, the future so bright I gotta have shades? I think so. BB and CC Winans, I'm going up. Yes. COJs, can you come out and play? No, that's not from that time, just so you know. Uh, lipstick, watch me do my thing. Lipstick. Aretha Franklin, if I lose. Jesse Johnson, jump for it. And Venice Beach Boys, not the Beach Boys, Venice Beach Boys. Uh, just a closer walk with thee. I can't wait to get these jams in my skull. Guys, the Stargate SG1. Yes, bring it. Starts off with that main title. Yeah. Then it goes to Return to Active Duty. Uh-huh. Track three is called The Bomb. <laughs> Track, That's arrogant. That's track, so arrogant. Track four, Jack's story. <laughs> track five, Egyptology. <laughs> track six, Aphosis. Aphosis. <laughs> track seven, Entering the Stargate. Now we're getting to it. Here we go. Track eight. Wait, what track is that? Chosen for life Wait, what track or, was do- or death. Uh, track seven is Entering the Stargate. It takes a long time to get to that Stargate. <laughs> Buddy, <laughs> if you've never watched this fucking show. Yeah. It's an adventure in bullshit. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Boy, oh, boy. Oh, guess what the final track is? What's that? End title. No way. Man, these guys were ahead of their time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jacob, what do we got here? Oh, uh, we got Scooper to hear from Stone Cold Scoop Austin. All right, Stone Cold. Let's see. Today's topics are pinstripes. Uh, Mattingly Mania, Nolens, <laughs> and Urban Dictionary. Okay. I guess pinstripes is supposed to angle towards me. Is it pen stripes? No. No, P I N stripes. I'm a Yankees fan, but I'm not a good at I'm not good at baseball history stuff. Yeah, we'll see. Right. Uh it's Paul's turn to go first. Okay. Uh I will pick Urban Dictionary for eight hundred. I'm going I'm going full on. Going big. Yeah. Eating a big bowl of Fruit Loops and during intercourse throwing up all over your partner's chest. <laughs> what is that called in the Urban Dictionary? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, follow my nose all over these hoes? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. The Cosby sweater. <laughs> <laughs> In an update to this, your partner does not have to be awake to participate in the oh, act. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I lost 800 points for a good cause there. You did. 
Matt's third. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Good. Oh, boy. That's awful. Uh, I'll take Urban Dictionary for 600, please. This, right. Let's just do all Urban Dictionary, please. <laughs> when you light a girl's pubes on fire, what? put Is it that... out with your jizz, oh. then flap your arms and say, you don't have enough badges to train me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. You got to guess. I know. I have to guess, right? Because we got to get yeah. the answer. Uh, hold on. You let it go. Pubes on fire. Uh, what the hell? What is the the Mexican stork? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Charizarding. 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 It's a it's a Pokemon joke. Oh, okay. Oh, good. I nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll take Urban Dictionary for four hundred. The act of freezing a bowel movement and sexually penetrating another with the frozen bowel movement. Oh, God! That is awful! We can't get away from pooping this, this is show. so bad! This is such a poopy it's show. Just... <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess Eskimoing. The Kentucky Klondike Bar. <laughs> what would you do to avoid the Kentucky Klondike Bar? <laughs> Virtually do? anything. Oh, that's awful. Paul's turn. Oh, okay. Uh, close it out. Gotta close it out. Gotta close it out. <laughs> when a city or town section off an area for specifically uh, for specifically adult purposes. Oh, a city or town sections off an area specifically for adult businesses. Yeah. I um. I have a guess on this. I think. A dick tour? <laughs> okay, let's see. Matt, what's your guess? I was going to guess a red light district. Okay. A Disneyland. Disneyland. <laughs> Disneyland, obviously. <laughs> I feel like I would have gotten that one right. <sighs> well, Matt's third. I'm right. just losing and I don't even care. <laughs> I know. It's like I never felt more rewarded. Can we just get, wrong. yeah, can we just get more of the- Oh, God. Yeah, just more Urban Dictionary. Scoops, more Urban Dictionary just, questions, please. Just Urban Dictionary scooper is what we need, that, clearly. That frozen poop is going to haunt me. That's so gross. The Kentucky Klondike I, I, Bar. It's going to take me a minute to shake That's that really off. That's really gross. First of all, you got to freeze it. Yeah, that oh, part, it's all dedication. Of it. All oh. of it, just the effort. I mean, if that's your fetish, I feel so bad for you. Dedication oh. from top to bottom. <laughs> or from bottom to bottom. Barf, oh. barf on all of it. Dedication from bottom to bottom. All right. <laughs> what you got, Matt? I will go with uh, uh, Mattingly Mania for 200, please. All right. <laughs> WrestleMania 2000 was held in this arena. 2000? Uh, there have been 2,000 WrestleManias? No, no, the WrestleMania in the year 2000. <laughs> 2,000 WrestleMania. We're oh, close. UFC's getting close to that. That's yeah. true. Well, they just do a new one every week. Uh, I'm going to pass. Uh, let's see. That's going to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Pass. I don't know. All right. Let's see what the answer is. The Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim. No, I would not have gotten that. Nope. Jacob's turn. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to steal a little more of Paul's thunder here. I'm going to take uh, Matt- Mattingly Mania for 800. Okay. The opening match of this WrestleMania featured the last Mania appearance of Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio as the two set the bar for an amazing event- evening when this WrestleMania went Hollywood. Oh, so the, the, what the number, the WrestleMania number, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I'm passing to Paul. I think this might be 17. Let's see here. It's WrestleMania 21. Well, I lose. Paul gets it wrong. So they did right. have 2,000 WrestleMania. Yep, 2,000. <laughs> oh, 2,000 of them. Uh, Paul's turn. 
Okay, I will take Mattingly Mania for 600. Let's oh, see. I'm here. losing so bad. Yeah, you're doing bad. <laughs> WrestleMania 14 featured Shawn Michaels versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in the main event. The one stipulation was this spe- special enforcer on the corner of DX. Uh, that, I'm going to say that was Mike Tyson. Let's see here. It was Mike Tyson. Finally, Paul gets it right. <laughs> the first correct right. answer of anyone in this yes. <laughs> We're almost halfway done. Matt's turn. Might, what happens if we all end in negative? Does it does it whoever no is the less negative? Or yeah, so it's gonna because in Jeopardy, if you, there's negative, you're just done, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you don't yeah, get to go to yeah. Final Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will take Nolans for two hundred, please. Oh boy. The NFL team in New Orleans, the Saints. I believe that's correct. Yes, it is. Oh, I know a lot about stuff. <laughs> uh, fine, I'm going to take pinstripes for 200. <laughs> this Yankee great battled for the controversial home run title alongside of his fellow Eminem uh, boy Mickey Mantle in 1961. Uh, the greatest year in Yankee baseball. That's what that is. The fucking hashtags putting all the words together. Uh, let's see. So it was uh, Mickey Mantle and uh, I don't know. Who's the other guy? Come on! I mean, would it be would it be Dimaggio? Mm. I don't know. Mm. I'm I'm passing to Paul. Who is it, Paul? I'm gonna go Babe Ruth. You saying Babe Ruth? Oh, you dick! No, oh Roger Maris. Oh, I knew it wasn't Babe Ruth because Eminem. Eminem. I didn't know. I knew Roger Maris. I don't know. Oh wait, that does mean my still work though. Yeah, I still lost lost points. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) I was like, pass to me. Give me. (laughs) Yeah, you did know it. Uh, Paul's turn. Uh, close out uh, Mattingly Mania for 400, please. Let's see here. Daily Double category oh, Mattingly Mania. Do, 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 do. I will wager it all. <laughs> You're going 400. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, let's see. Before the Beast returned to the ring with the badass MMA persona, the next big thing attempted this move on Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 19 and horrifically missed and landed on his head. Oh, what is a suplex? Okay, let's see here. Shooting Star Press. Oh, geez. That sounds like a really bad newspaper, like like a fake news site. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Shooting Star like Press. Shooting Star Press. That actually a... would be a really funny wrestling news outlet name. Oh, Shooting, shooting Star, Star Press. Press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt's turn. Uh, I will take pinstripes for 400. Oh, you're done, Star with, Press your, you're done with your strategy? Uh, the Yankee play in this. The Yankees play in this stadium. <laughs> what is Yankee Stadium? I believe that's correct. It is. Yeah. Because the new one's also called Yankee Stadium, right? Yeah, yeah, they don't want to sell that thing. Uh, Nolans for 400. This Disney animated movie set in the bayou features a princess having to give in to her inner bestiality. (laughs) Oh, what is that that one called? Uh, It had the the alligator that played the the trumpet and everything. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. It's called the alligator that played a trumpet. Had the firefly that was uh, was, was like a funny firefly. That was the unauthorized book about it. The alligator plays the trumpet and the funny firefly. Was it just Princess and the Frog? Close. Flip those words. The Frog Princess? Bingo. That was the that was the old story, right? That's what it's called. All right, let's see. No, it's Princess and the Frog. Oh, whatever. The flip, f- flip those, Jacob. Flip, flip what you <laughs> yes. just said. I thought it was called the Frog Princess. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, you got it right, Jacob. <laughs> I did. The authority which right. you yelled at him. <laughs> I was pretty sure it was the Princess yeah. of the Frog Princess. I'm going to look a butt loop now that you you're know what? So I think it was. I think it was the Frog Princess. I think oh. they changed it at the last minute. No, I think the story, the old story, is called the Frog Princess. Right. And then Disney went, well, we can't have our only black princess be the Frog Princess. <laughs> 
Honestly, I think that's what it was. That's probably true. I know that's true. Paul's turn. Uh, can I please have... Uh, you want New Orleans yeah, or I'll take New, New Orleans 800. All right. I guarantee. It may be legal for a, fl- uh, for a flash for beads by the ladies, but if you are on a float, it is not legal to have this on. If you are on a float, it is illegal for, to not have this on. A harness. It is illegal not to have this on. A harness. Maybe. A mask. Oh, damn. Yeah. I didn't re- wow, that's that's heavy law. I was gonna well, say Well that's that's a place where the Phantom of the Opera could really get along. Oh, don't bring it up. Or it wouldn't memories. be recognized at all. So you have to I'm losing so hard. You have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask on a float. Yes. Illegal to not have a mask on a float. Oh. Yes. That's big mask getting their hand in the biz. Right. Big mask. Big mask. Big mask. I'll take pinstripes for 600, please. Let's see. This Yankee great holds the record for career saves as the closer. It's the only Yankee uh, shirt uh, I own. Mariano Rivera. I believe that's it. Mariano Rivera is it. It sounds like a pasta. And Matt takes the lead. He was a pasta guy. He was a pe- he was a big thing of pasta. He come out, pasta ball to first base, ball, and pasta. they'd be out. <laughs> what a play! Uh, let's see. So Matt Matt is in his the real lead name now. was Al Dente. Al Dente <laughs> pasta ball. <laughs> that's right, Jake. If you can go for a tie or a win, that's right. I can do a, I can do a, a tie with the New Orleans category or a win with the pinstripes <laughs> category. <laughs> My strategy is complete. I don't go for the win. Oh. Uh, this is pinstripes for 800. The biggest douchebag in everyone's opinion to ever wear the pinstripes. Oh, he shit. didn't even get a ceremonial last season tour after his year off from being tied I to lost. a steroid scandal. I lost so hard. A <laughs> Rod, Alex Rodriguez. It sure is. Oh no. Oh, that's uh, that makes me so happy that A Rod oh. just cost you a scooperty game. <laughs> there's no, there's no end to my fucking hatred for Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> Paul's turn. Getting New Orleans for 600. Yep. Mardi Gras, also known as this in Ireland, England, Australia, Canada, and New Zealand. Fat Tuesday. Let's see here. Pancake Day. I I did not know that. I didn't know that either. either. I'm really glad I went outside of my own category for that. uh, I'm fucking definitely going to the next Mardi Gras. Well, I guess in New Orleans, depending on uh, who flashes you their tits, it's Pancake Day there, too. (laughs) That's true. Or Fried Egg Day. Fried Egg Day. Gross. It's even grosser than Pancake. Fried Egg. Just don't go to fucking... Fried Egg implies leaking yolks. Do not... Do not go. Friday is when you push your tits up against glass. Oh, I had that happen to me here in town. Someone pushed their tits up against your yes, glass. Yes, it was awesome. I was driving. I, I was I was driving around, not yeah. knowing exactly where I was going. I pulled into the Hard Rock uh, Casino parking lot for yeah. a second yeah. to get my bearings. Mm-hmm. As I parked there for a second, this group of girls, women, mm-hmm. uh, obviously on a bachelor party kind of thing, yeah. ran up to my car. This woman ran up to my car. Flashed her tits and pressed them up against my driver's side window. What a wonderful day. It was awesome. Ran off having a hoot and hoot. I saved the boob prints on that window for two weeks. Here's the thing, right? It stayed on there. It was great. That girl had a good time. You had a good time. Man, yes. nobody was hurt in the, in the filming of this boob print. That's if right. You, if you reverse the roles, it's it's big trouble. Oh, it's oh. bad news. Absolutely right. You're <laughs> absolutely if right. You mushroom print on some yeah. woman's window. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking mushroom stamp somebody's I'm gonna Smurf Village your whole car. (laughs) Blur, 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 blur. I was definitely picturing a hard penis. I think his flask is very funny. How could you just stump it up again? Like, look at that dot. 
Oh, I, I don't think that girl. I don't think that girl just like, like. Oh, I gotta put tits on glass. Oh, I no. think she thought of it. This ahead is of very time. spur of oh, the yeah. moment. This is very spur of the moment. Um, it was lovely. I. Uh, it was really fun. Oh, and then yeah. So the fried eggs is the tits against glass, and then pressed ham is the butt against. Glass. Oh yeah, right, pressed, right, ham. Yeah, yeah. pressed yeah. ham. Pressed ham. Well, so say right. goodbye to the the periscopes. Bye, Bye periscopes. Uh, this uh, this scooper, we ended up with Jacob at 800, Matt at a close second at 600, and Paul uh, just barely in third place at negative 3,200. <laughs> I lost hard. Fuck you, a fucking hard. Oh, it makes me so happy that A-Rod cost Matt that scooper. Oh, I hate him. Oh, that was wonderful. Oh, but he's good on television. <laughs> All right, I want to thank uh, Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. Thanks, Ben. I want to thank uh, all the Patreon people who uh, keep funding us uh, month after month. We're going to thank some of them by name right now with mm-hmm. our alleged facts. Do you want to do a category on this, Paul? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Let's do alleged, alleged wrestlers. <laughs> alleged wrestlers? Their names. Oh, no. We did Pancake Day. We should become with other holidays. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Founder of holidays. <laughs> sure. I want to thank uh, Shayla Bullock, uh, founder of uh, Kentucky Klondike Bar Day. <laughs> Jenna Rusky. <laughs> Uh, founder of I Found a Nail Day, <laughs> uh, Stacy Westerlin, of course, uh, founded the uh, the uh, violin to the left of the Mississippi River holiday. Melissa Carrillo, founder of How Far Can I Throw This Hot Dog Day. Uh, Stephen Booth, he founded uh, Hey I'm a Douchebag Day. <laughs> Damn it, Stephen! I know Stephen. Just so we're clear. Rule Scoopatania, founder of National Boat Day. Uh, Ice Blue Scoop, uh, founder of Blue Balls Day. Andrew Spencer, founder of Comfy Couch Day. Uh, Todd Peterson, uh, founder of Murderous Neighbor Day. The Scoop Crone, inventor of Slow Wheels Day. Gaspacho Scoop, of course, inventor of Don't You Put That Scoop on the Grill. Scoop Chang, the Beijing Bugle, founder of Soup Day. Uh, Day of Soup. Tony Banks, of course, inventor of Crash Your Race Car Day. Scoopiter Ascending, founder of Where Is My Child Day. Uh, Tony Cowley, uh, inventor of the Asian Milk uh, Society Day. Brandon J. Anderson, founder of Pretend You're a Toilet Day. Uh, Travis Blaney, uh, Don't Pretend You're a Toilet, but Just Sit Down Like One Anyway Day. Brandon Pugh, founder of Hide in Someone's Car Day. (laughs) This person put the name as, turn the page, don't say name, turn the page. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I said the whole thing. That's your day. That's a good day. Yeah. Uh, Brian Lehman, founder of Walk to Work Day. Uh, the Verge, of course, uh, uh, who invented the unfucking your, uh, your unwelcome past day. Refrigerator Perry Scoop, founder of Guest Star on G.I. Joe Day. Uh, Wally Valters, uh, cele- celebrate your local uh, uh, bank security team day. Gasman Scoop, founder of Fireworks Instead of Telephones Day. <laughs> Wendy Loomis, uh, let's leave an offensive note on a Jewish uh, site, a sacred site day. Jeez, it's <laughs> a terrible day. Uh, Corey for the Jews. Corey Lynn Owens, founder of. Pebbles in the driveway day. Uh, Cliff Hughes, uh, 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 rainbow paintings only museum day. Rachel George, founder of how many stairs day. Stephen Pirouise, uh, uh, lick him in the front, poke him in the rear day. 
Rebecca Gardner, Day of Remembering Old Soda. Uh, Scoop Emily, hey, leave the diabetics out of this conversation day. Richard Fastnot, the uh, founder of Anything Can Be a Puppet Day. Uh, Finn Stephenson, uh, fish aren't just for eating. They can also be used for sport day. Scoop Nurse, founder of Salamanders Are People Too Day. Ben Sherman Scoop, enter, uh, founder of Frozen Tank Day. Scott Burrell, founder of I'm Riding a Corporate Insignia on My Body Day. Uh, Lee Sharp, hey, look at that day. Sean Daughtery, No Shoes Day. Curtis Handlin, uh, don't worry, I've got your bags day. Sean Schmidt, I will do Windows Day. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to thank Vice President Joe Biden's sweaty, moist ice cream balls. I'm glad Vice President's listening to us. Walt Preston, Wendy Bumgarner, White Chocolate Scoop, William Jennings, John Sonic, Who Deezy, Alyssa Walzak, Cohen Van Beek, Phil, and David uh, Pe- uh, Peterson. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you guys so much. Hey, if you want to be thanked on air like this or get uh, 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 other awards, like your stuff you hear after the credits, if you want a limerick or haiku or mom joke or a song, go to patreon.com slash scoops. The $10 level gets you into the audio vault. You can hear every song that Paul's ever made up for patrons. Uh, <laughs> crazy. As well as some... Uh, Thank you, Graham, for putting those all together. Yeah, Graham also put, uh, what is it, Ask the Scoop Universe or something like that. But mm-hmm. then all the origins of some of the inside jokes that we have are all there in the vault. Uh, we Pretty also awesome. have a bunch of really funny uh, sound bites that you can use for yourself or ringtones or whatever you want there. We have some funny uh, polls there for you to have access to. Um, all these episodes and everything we do are possible uh, by uh, by patreon.com slash heyscoops. Uh, that's what funds us. It's the only thing that funds us, and uh, we appreciate it. Also, we have Scoop Fest coming up September 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. If you're a, lo- if you're a new listener, think about coming out to Vegas for a weekend. Uh, we have a discount code for the or- Orleans Hotel, which is right nearby the space where we're doing all the events. That's that- right. It's A7ICC09. You can put that in on the Orleans uh, website. Or you can call them, call their reservation line, and do it there. If you have any problems with the website, just call them and they'll take care of you. Tickets are available at heyscoops.com slash shop. There's a VIP package and a regular package for you. The VIP package is just an extra night where you go out to Dave & Buster's with us. Uh, those And there's a limited amount of those uh, tickets. It's be super fun. It'll be super fun. Uh, Kurt Brunel is doing stand-up. There's gonna be a, he's going to do a podcast as well. Um, Kurt's, of course, touring right now with, uh, with um, Ray Romano and... Um, uh, I've heard of that guy. A bunch of other really famous people, but he's taking time out of his. T- he's taking time out to make sure to do stand up for us in September. Hour long special, along with the uh, special. We're not filming it, uh, especially with uh, the Apple Sisters there as well. Paul and I will be doing a, a bucket show of sorts. Brian Brush will be doing some twisted, demented comedy, brutal magic, and of course we have a six live podcast to catch over the weekend. So much, so much goodness. Uh, there's gonna be a social uh, game room where you can hang out and play games. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be karaoke. It's going to be Jock versus Nerdball with uh, cash prizes for costumes, Jock or Nerd-themed. Uh, there's going to be uh, uh, Ask Me About Sticker Social, a welcoming uh, welcoming social hour. Uh, a bunch of just fucking cool-ass shit. It's going to be a great time. Food trucks. Some of the best food trucks in Vegas are going to be coming out. Please make it out if you can. You will not regret it. It's going to be a blast. And if you do regret it, you can go to Regretfest. There, it's true. We got you covered. And if you're wondering about why should you go for Dave and Buster's, well, there's someone bringing their wife to it. If their wife does not have a good time and yeah. wants her money back, 
she's going to play me in skee ball, and if she wins, she can have her money back. What yeah. a what a fight for the ages! Yeah, it's gonna be really it's gonna be really exciting. <laughs> all right, I want to thank our audio mafia, our visual mafia, our social media mafia, and all the people who are listeners and subscribers. We really appreciate it. If you have a chance, you can rate us uh, on iTunes or anywhere where they rate uh, podcasts. We really appreciate it. Uh, five stars is the preference, um, <laughs> and uh, that helps us get recommended uh, to new people looking for comedy podcasts. That's we really it. appreciate it. Um, and uh, otherwise, uh, we hope you're having a good week. And thank you so much for listening. We will see you soon. We'll see you soon. Uh, it's time for something else. I should have had this in front of me. Yes. Hey, this is what it's time for. It's time for drums. No, it's not. It's time for triple threat. No drums. Right into triple threat, I huh? Awful at this game. Oh no, there was a limerick. Jesus. There's some other page. <laughs> Going back. It's one of those nights, guys. He nights. scoops me, he scoops me not. Would like a limerick about taking my cat to the vet. Dedicated to those cool cats of the churn. <laughs> That's what I get for letting my paperwork get all messed up. When it comes to cat cool, it comes in spades. Uh, so nice of all the games that it played. This funny young fur. Adios there, young sir. Too bad you got yourself some cat aids. Oh, kitty aids is the worst. <laughs> and now it's time for triple threat. There we go. Smitty Scoop would like a triple threat about unfaithful wife dedicated to me because, well, why not? <laughs> Smitty, I'm so sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's unfortunately so true, and I hate it. Yeah. Uh. 195 unfaithful wives walking to the bar. But it says we don't serve unfaithful wives here. And faithful wives say, you're really missing out on an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatically increase your clientele. Uh, I like my women like I like my unfaithful wives. <laughs> yeah? Uh, cheating on Smitty. Oh, zing. <laughs> Sorry, Smitty. Yeah, that, that she called me. I just started returning salt, emails. Salt in the wound. Tough. I like my women like I like my unfaithful wives. I fuck them and then they leave. No. Oh. Hmm. Uh, they call me? They call, they me, call the me the unfaithful, unfaithful wife. Because I uh, recently just started having some really nice conversations with an old friend on Facebook. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's how it always starts. Uh... What's the difference between your mom and an unfaithful wife? What's, oh, what's that? Not much, that ugly bitch. <laughs> Tim Warnucky would like a triple threat about rest stop bathrooms. 185 rest stop bathrooms walking in the bar. Uh, Barton says, we don't serve rest stop bathrooms here. They say, that's okay. We're just here for people to tap their feet so they can give each other handjobs. <laughs> they call me the rest stop bathroom because a bunch of gay guys come inside me but then act like, no, nah, I didn't. <laughs> What's the difference between your rest stop, bath- uh, rest stop bathroom and your mom? I don't know. Uh, a lot of gay guys come inside of one of them and say, uh, no, I didn't. And the other one's a rest stop bathroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I like my women like I like my rest stop bathrooms uh, smelling like uh, Clorox and other cleaning products. <laughs> Get a snifter. Uh, William Breen would like a triple threat about escape rooms dedicated to daydreaming at work instead of working. Oh, yeah, escape rooms. 185 uh, escape rooms walk in the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve escape rooms here. And they're like, what? And they just uh, throw a bow tie pasta at him. (laughs) Uh, They call me the escape room because you got to figure out my riddle before you can leave. (laughs) Uh, I like my women like I like my escape rooms. Once I'm inside of them, I like for there to be coded instructions on how to get out. (laughs) (laughs) What's the difference between your mom and the escape room? What's that? What's up? If you use a black light, you can figure out what the fuck's going on with your mom. <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and an escape room? What's that? Lots of people go into it, look around, try to find their way out, can't do it, run out of time, the hour goes off, and the other one's your mom. Yeah. Wait, Wait no, the other no, one's the escape, room. escape fuck! room. Fuck! You blew it. Oh, that was a good you one, too. <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and an escape room? What? Eighty people a day pay about forty bucks <laughs> to go inside one <laughs> and have a little bit of fun, and the other's an escape room. What's the difference between your mom and escape room? What's that? One has a fake mummy stuffed up in it. The other's an escape room. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between your mom and an escape room? Mm. Uh, one has some very critical two-star Yelp reviews, <laughs> and the other's an escape room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, we got some songs to do here. We got one from Mistress Scoop. Yeah. Uh, she would like a song about taking your kids to Target, dedicated to my son Mark, who loves going to Target when we visit the U.S. Oh. I'm with him. Target's where it's at. I consider taking my kids to Target to be an activity with my children. It's <laughs> good. Shopping buyer, my 
my target card saves me 5%. It is a worthwhile investment. Target flyer. These sales are fire. That was something. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Not a whole lot of lyrics on old Duhast. Nope. But that's all right. That's the song they wanted, though. <laughs> well, good. Tim Warnacki would like a song sung by Anne when she walks into Paul's toy room, dedicated to Prozac <laughs> and red wine. Great. Yep. Friends of Anne. Nice, Anne. <laughs> Paul, what, what did you get here? This hey. is this is a uh, very late in the episode to bring this up, but uh, <laughs> I never spun- this before. Spontaneously do a, a caption contest on both Twitter and Facebook for Tommy's llama photo. <laughs> <laughs> there's some great, great. Gems yeah, there's some that. very funny stuff that came up with that. It's yeah. really good. Save the drama for your llama. Save the drama for your llama. The person who wrote uh, <laughs> llama, 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 comedian. <laughs> really good holy shit jokes that's hilarious that was slaking fool again he's on fire oh Oh, that's a good one all right so just a little little shout out to tommy i I, he posted a picture i was like this is gonna sound crazy but can i please post this as a caption contest (laughs) (laughs) good idea oh a good idea all right see you scopes